I just didn't see see the point of it. So yeah, good good I job. I like how you called it a money gate, but I think the term you were looking for was a paywall. 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 Yes, I also heard yeah, money gate. I was like, that's I, not I, right. I, I, <laughs> I, I like I like the term money gate. It's cute. Welcome to the Crowned Heathens Podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, video game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and as always, I'm here with my best friends, Bruce and Psycho. And I'd like to remind everybody that there are no stupid questions, so I'm going to start us off with a question right now. Marissa. Hello. I think you think I'm going to ask you how you are. I'm actually going to ask, have you ever tried foie gras? <laughs> <laughs> I have, well, have not, you? actually. Well, me neither. I think that's way too fancy for us. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> You caught me off guard with that question. I know. I knew it. I knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, changed he, it up uh, a little bit. Let's switch it up. Oh, Sacco's here too. Hi, Sacco. Hello. Uh, you know, I we're going to find out in the next uh, 50 podcasts that Sacco is just a figment of our imaginations and no one else can hear him. Yeah. <laughs> I am real. <laughs> Eventually. I am a real boy. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's what a figment of my imagination would no. say. So. No. That's what they want us to think. Matt and I just have a collective conscience. <laughs> That's why it's... Oh, God, no. <laughs> fucking hive mind. <laughs> I don't want that. For the record, I don't want that. No, you don't. That would be, be no. a chaotic hive mind. Yeah. We thought All it would be right. confusing if we kept calling you Matt. We have to fake, make, up a, make up a fake name. Yeah. We're like, we can't call it Matt. We have to call it something else. Something else. Call it Sacco. <laughs> call All it Sacco. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, since you're not going to ask me what we're talking about today, hey. Matt, I guess I'll talk about hey, it myself. Wait. <laughs> hey, I got more on hey, my to-do listen. list. Um, so today's uh, today's podcast is a little a little special. Um, we just a little special, a little extra. If, if you've listened to the previous ones, um, we just wrapped up the 2021 Video Game Awards. Uh, I thought that was pretty neat, pretty neato. Uh, if you haven't, check it out. Um, we talk about the the 2021 video game awards and that was our first um podcast that we ever released was the 2020 video game awards so we've been doing this for almost a full year and uh it kind of brings it full circle so if you're a long time listener thank you for sticking around and enjoying more video game awards and how many times can i say video game awards before i need to put a period instead of a comma in this sentence um, i feel like we need to talk about how periods and keep... commas work because they happen when you don't take longer breaks. That's not the sign of a period. That is not. Hold on a minute. That is not. A period is the end of the sentence, and it doesn't matter how long your pause is. Sorry, that's... I'm going through this with my tutoring students, and uh, that's really <laughs> off topic. But uh, Who we're talking about comma splices because they're like, well, I took a, I took a breath, so I put a comma. In. Oh my god, I've been I, that's how that's I do it. I need to finish my joke my because I don't want I don't want to sound rude, so I need to finish this joke. Who gives a fuck about an Oxford comma? I got that, that reference. Joke. I said I said <laughs> I said who gives a fuck? And then you guys kept talking and I was like, I'm not trying to be rude. Like I'm not trying to be like like I'm not trying to tell you to stop talking. Like I genuinely it was a joke. Alright, so now that we've had our little tangent for the uh, podcast. I like that's um, going to be our only tangent. That's a joke, yeah. But I did want to, so we did talk about our the 2021 winners, but we didn't talk yes. about the announcements that happened at the Game Awards. And so there was actually quite a few games, and I won't say like anything was really, there was a couple announcements that were maybe games that we didn't know that were coming out, but there's more, you know, uh, new trailers, gameplay trailers, stuff like that. Uh, more information, release dates kind of coming out about games uh, that are kind of some of them pretty highly anticipated. So, yeah, let's kind of just dive right into it. Uh, Matt, were there any games that really jumped out at you? I'm I'm glad you asked because there's one that immediately I'm like, I need this right now. Um, is it, the sad part. Oh, is it, is it tunic? It's not tunic. It's not tunic. 
<laughs> I, I thought that might get you because they described it as the Zelda like. Uh, it looks like a Zelda like game. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I So we talked and, about this before. We talked about yeah. this. I don't remember if it was the 2020 Video Game Awards or if it was like the. It was like the E3 one. We talked about Tunic. We talked about Tunic. I'm super excited for Tunic. That's not the game that I like. I need right away. Okay. Um, but you did get me with the Zelda like Fox. Um, definitely on the list. Um, it's the Star Wars game. Oh yes. Surprise. Oh, I did know that. I did know that. I just like that was like you know when it's like such an obvious answer that you don't think yeah, about it. Yeah, it like you you yeah yeah yeah. Well, the thing that I'm so excited about is that it was it's being created by the same developer who created Detroit Become Human, Quant Quantic Dream. Mm -hmm. Um, so like Detroit Become Human in a Star Wars setting. Um, yes, give me five. Yeah, that would be really please. cool. Yeah, like hello, it looks good. So here's the other thing is that I know it's a development trailer and like the trailer isn't actually. It doesn't really Probably show a lot be. about the game, which is unfortunate. So you'd have to really, like, know the backstory behind the game to understand what's going on. But yeah, well, okay. So it takes place in the High Republic. Um, so like pre-movie eras. Um, it looks. It just. It looks good. Like the picture of yoda just standing there i was like it, this looks good i don't know if this is ever gonna make it to the game but it looks good and like it looks like high quality and like it, i just can't keep saying it looks good but i'm excited for it um who knows when it's gonna come out it's in early development so that's gonna be yeah a while so i watched the star wars trailer mm -hmm. and my takeaway was star wars looks like a star wars game yeah it looks like a star wars game yeah yeah <laughs> And it looks like something that if I gave a lot of shits about Star Wars, I would be really excited about. Like, that's... I was like, this looks like I should be really excited. But because it has such a following already, like, they didn't have to explain anything. They just kind of showed glimpses here and there. And really hardcore fans would have just picked up on what they were kind of getting at. And anyone who isn't at that level was just kind of like, oh, it's a Star Wars game. Yeah. So... I'm not surprised you're excited about it. I want more from it before I would get excited and pick it up. Yeah. But I mean, I also I I've said it before. I'm not a big fan of games that are based off of movies or have that interaction with movies. Um, I think there's a few that do really well, but I tend not to be drawn to them unless I know they're going to be like. Just so amazing. And of course, that's hard for me because when people tell me that they're so amazing i don't i don't so take immediately, that advice you immediately I stop you're like yeah i'm like no don't talk to me about things that i might like that's really weird <laughs> how dare uh, you <laughs> yeah were were there any others that kind of caught your eye there's, i do want to kind of go through the list um just kind of the bigger uh announcements i, I was but, gonna say uh, i right think i think if if we go through the list and just name the ones that i'm like, there will be more if we just go through the list. I'm like, yes, that's one that I'm excited for. Yes, that's one mm. that I'm excited for. Um, yes. Like, the couple big ones that are coming to mind, like, uh, like, Tunic. Like, look, like that's a game that I, like, I need to play. Um, I'm it really looks, excited. It looks fun. It does look fun. It looks like, like a fun game. Adorable. Yeah. I don't know. It just looks like. But it also looks like it may be a game I wouldn't pick up because I'd be drawn to something else instead. Yeah, like I mean, that's, that's how fair. I felt about I, this is like a wrong comparison to make, but Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Mm -hmm. Like I was so drawn to that game and I played it and it was awesome, but I never felt the need to pick it back up. And like, that's how I feel like I might feel about that game. But maybe yeah. I'm wrong. But just like the aesthetic and stuff gives me that impression. Yeah. even Right off the bat. I, I think I mean, I don't know. It's just a little side tangent. I think my issue with Ori and the Will of the Wisps was like, more of the gameplay like the story they were trying to tell was really nice and like the graphics were like good like the animation like i it kept me going but like the gameplay was kind of not doing it for me it was like a plat it was platformer I yeah mean, it, it was played a like a platformer it, it was like it didn't really push anything yeah it was a good platformer um yeah 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 no i, I get yeah i agree yeah. um i think like one of the ones that i'm really excited for i don't know if i'm never gonna play it but uh among us got a vr announcement <laughs> i don't know if you saw this 
I did. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. I thought that that was interesting. I'm more excited to see other people enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I think that would be I don't crazy. have a VR setup. Yeah. I don't, I'm <laughs> yeah, not planning either, yeah. on getting one. Like, I'm saving up for my gaming computer. And so, like, like we're going to take it a step at a time here. Uh, the VR is quite expensive still. Uh, so, yeah. But I, I'm really excited to see, like, Twitch streamers really take yeah. advantage of that and also just see like really funny TikToks. I hundred like, oh, really percent Oh yeah, yeah. The content for what is the game, out of this game is though, great. Like it's such a small like it literally started as a flash game. And it's like yeah. so basic. So like just the fact that they're putting it into VR, I'm like, I genuinely don't know. Like is it gonna I, be I, first person? Like, is it gonna be first person? Gonna That's be what like, I'm saying. Like, I don't are you still gonna be top I down? Just, like the, if it's first person, idea, it's going to be terrifying. Terrifying, right? And I feel <laughs> like this is my issue with VR is like there's so many games that I think would be fun. But I like my threshold for terrifying is already pretty low. Uh, and man, I feel like playing anything in VR just like immediately drops it like just so much lower <laughs> because the idea of like wandering around and maybe getting murdered by somebody even if i am like just like an orange dude like in an astronaut a, a head suit. with like, legs even basically <laughs> head with legs and like i don't care what it, like how not human i am like that's even scarier for some like i'm just like i don't think i could do it but i'll watch you do it that'll be fun somebody and, on the ship isn't what they seem yeah i don't like that that's terrifying <laughs> um and i feel like a lot of vr is about that too right yeah. like even looking at the 2021 game awards like the winner of the best vr was resident evil 4 and i'm like absolutely not like that is not happening for me so i think it's just interesting there's two ways to play vr like there's two main vr things that you're going for it's how can we make this experience more immersive and terrifying so you get your horror games and like you're like full body immersion super spook like you bring the adrenaline factor up and then the other option is beat saber yeah exactly those, <laughs> those are the two only two games it's beat saber those are your sure. two genres of games yeah. <laughs> okay sacco really quickly is there any like one call out game or maybe two or three because matt likes to break the rules that i'm you're so really sorry. excited about the entire list i'm just i can't wait um there was uh, a few of them um Two of them that I would say like were kind of my top choices was um, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, um, yes. which was a game I heard about from I think it was E3 yes. it got announced. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then a game that I didn't hear anything about. I don't know if it was announced before, or if it was like a new announcement for the Game Awards was um, the Lord of the Rings Gollum. Yes, I never heard of this. This is so I I am really excited for that game, um, because of the like the way they like like the way they had the, the trailer it, it really felt like you kind of like they had the in like a kind of morality system but it wasn't it was like you get to pick yeah. if you're a smeagol or a golem and you have to like play both sides and i, I just, really I, like that idea i want them to play into that so much and it was so such, bad like i just don't know if they will so i feel like that's that has potential for huge disappointment yeah we are honest. getting a shout out in the chat that it was announced years ago uh, okay, I didn't hear anything great. about it, but I'm, I I really love the concept of the game. So um, so thank you, Relic, the, for that one. I I do really love the idea of that game. I feel like it has a high level of disappointment attached yes. to it, just because like I feel like my I have expectations for it, right? So yeah, carried yeah, away exactly. With it. Um, and I do want to go back to Tiny uh, Tina's Wonderland because. Like that trailer. The trailer was amazing. I, so I don't know, but I you throw Andy Sandberg into anything, <laughs> and you can, you can, you like it accomplishes a lot. So I I don't know if I'm just like maybe hung up on the fact that I think Andy Sandberg does a great job at being that specific type of character that he seems to be playing in this. But the fact that it seems to be set up like it's set up like, uh. A game of D and D. Yeah, I can't remember like, what they call it. It's um, like D and B. Um, yeah, it's like uh, something that's badasses is what they call yeah. it in the game. And you have, you know, uh, Tina just like 
narrating the whole thing and the idea like they showed a piece of like a cheeto following falling on the board i and did love like, like the real world like, aspects being brought into i the just game. love yeah. that and i feel like that like break like almost the breaking like like a little bit of fourth wall-esque but it's not really fourth wall because you're still a game but like the game within a game kind of aspect is just really interesting and i feel like they're gonna play it really well and the story seems really fun i feel like it just might be a fun game like and i i feel like there's not necessarily a a lot of that like we had last year um in 2020 with like the last of us part two which was like admitted to be a not fun game to play like that was yeah marketed and so i'm really excited away from our podcast the last of us two was not fun (laughs) was Was not fun fun. was a great Great game. game was not fun not to fun. play. <laughs> so Game of I'm, the year, I'm, not fun. I, yeah. I was excited to see a lot of um fun games in this in these announcements and a lot of fun just like super fun kind of chill or vibrant games like we were really hitting into that. Um it just felt like a lot of the games that are going to be coming out in 2022 are going to be just kind of fun which is awesome uh so that being said i do think uh, like i have a lot of takeaways i think the one thing i wanted to mention was actually somebody messaged me while the game awards was going on and uh it's it's a friend from high school and she just like knows i have a podcast about video games and she was like oh my god i'm watching the game awards and i'm just so pumped at the like amount of females characters that are being focused on and i thought that was really interesting because it didn't even seem like it was like, oh, look, we have a female driven game. It was like, oh, here's like a character the game. in the game yeah. who's female and she's just really cool. And like, you're going to like playing as her. But like, here are all these other characters, too. It was just kind of like normalized. I thought that was really nice. I thought the amount of games that are coming out that just and like the fact that they were using them in the trailer, like I just thought it was really interesting. And there was a lot of them looking through it and watching through it. So pretty excited about that. I think my top pick was. The Cuphead DLC. Yes. The, yeah. Um, was also a really good age. trailer. I did like the way they did the really, trailer. Really great trailer. We've got a third Cuphead character coming with the DLC. Uh, the humor seems to be right on point with the Cuphead game. Like they definitely kind of like kept it in 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 the same uh, tune. Uh, so the DLC is actually called The Delicious Last Course, which is obviously an initialism in and of itself which is dlc which I yeah it's just like so it's kind dlc of so island which is really fun way to yeah so it's to go about to it the delicious island, last course delicious last course dlc yeah wow just clever and, very clever so excited uh, for it saw it got excited just clicked <laughs> we got a launch date which was june 30th of 2022 i've also learned that i'm gonna be broke in 2022 <laughs> that's what i've learned from this everything i want all the games so that's fabulous but let's let's take this piece by piece so some of the top announcements uh i just kind of talk about a couple games so we had uh dune spice wars i don't have really anything to say about this real-time strategy game but i don't know if you guys want to talk about it um i'm assuming it's it's like dune the book slash movie that i, I don't know anything about the series I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks cool. So this was this was not a good place to start then. <laughs> Very not, good. Not where I personally would have started. You know? Uh so, so we we did have uh Thirsty Suitors. Did you guys watch that bit? I I did watch Awards? that trailer. Yeah. Um yeah. Matt, did you watch that one? I, I did not watch that one. Okay. Should I okay, watch that so one? You should have because it's go got back real Scott one. Pilgrim vibes, I think. Too. Yeah, it's Ooh. very Scott Pilgrim esque. Yeah. So what it sounds like is you're playing um uh this uh character and she is basically has broken a whole bunch of people's hearts and they've formed an organization against her and she's gotta fight her way through it. Right. So an it seems very say, like yeah. Ramona <laughs> pre and the seven evil exes right like like when they first aligned themselves together like and then she found out about it like it feels kind of very esque that uh it has um it's from an indie publisher and yeah it just looks kind of fun i don't know watching the trailer was like like reading about it i was really excited and then i 
like watching the trailer was less exciting. Like, I don't mm. know. The humor was a little bit, it felt a little bit off, maybe a little bit forced even. But I don't know. I don't know if that's just how they aligned it in the trailer or maybe it's just because you're missing context or something like that. It's a game I'm interested in for sure. I feel like it I, might be super fun. I just like the description. There's fighting, skateboards, and cooking. Like, yes. I just, <laughs> I need to know more. Um, I, it's, I was scrolling through, through the list and I, I like, I opened up, I'm, I, it's sad to say I opened up like the bigger, um, game devs. Um, so the fact that this is an indie game, like it's an indie publisher would kind of makes me want to play it more. Um, so I'm kind of sad I didn't watch it, but it is like, I immediately will watch it as soon as we finish re recording here and I am officially excited for it. So count me down for that. Count you down for that. All right. So we already talked a little bit about Tunic um so excited <laughs> oh yeah yes yes uh uh hellblade 2 yes um, I haven't there was an the extended gameplay for that one that premiered at the game awards yeah uh the first game in the senua's saga i don't really know if i pronounced that right uh it was very popular heard a lot of good things about it um and a lot of people were really excited um for hellblade 2 so very good. It's not my type of game, so I don't have a lot to add to that. Uh, yes. And then obviously we talked about Star Wars Eclipse, which I I'm know, excited. Matt, you're I'm very excited, excited it about. It looks... I literally quick. only paid attention during that part because I knew you would be excited about yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. It looks great. It's just little Yoda. It's not even little Yoda. Like, it's fully grown adult old man Yoda. It's just like, oh my god, it's But he's Yoda. small. <laughs> he's, a short, right. he's a short old man. Uh, so Wonder Woman. Looks fantastic. Uh, Again, didn't show much. No, not um, too much. But it's it's made from the people who made, like, Shadow of War. Um, Sacco, I know yeah. you liked... I did like, like the I, Shadow of War games, for sure. Um, We talked about it a little bit in our 2020 podcast. Uh, The microtransactions were rough but they fixed them yes they did take them out of shadow so War. the first middle earth game didn't have any which was nice yeah it was um, it was an old game though so it was like yeah it was kind of interesting i wouldn't say it was before all the microtransaction stuff but it was yeah it, it was it was it was before its time though i think and i and then um they removed them all so hopefully they learned from their ways yes and they are, we, are we hopeful that single player games don't need loot boxes yeah. so yeah, single player games definitely do not need those boxes. They released an uh, apology for Shadow of War, so I'm assuming they're. They did, good. yes. That being said, I would love to play this game. Like it looks good. I think I just like games with good graphics. I feel like this is the point in my life where I'm at now, where it's like, oh, that's in HD. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It looks. That looks pretty. <laughs> it looks pretty. <laughs> I feel like. I don't know. I I don't get too hyped about. I said yeah. it. I feel like I'm just repeating myself um, through this one with uh, any sort of connection between a movie and a game. But it does sound like it will be pretty decent. So I feel like it's one I'm going to wait. I mean, we're far away from it anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we'll get think... more information about it down the road. But we, we are really far away from it. I think why I'm so excited is because um, Shadow of War and like shadow of mordor they took um like they stayed true to the source material while creating a new story like so it mm. they, it felt really much like it wasn't just a retelling of a part of the lord of the rings but it also fit into the universe like they didn't yeah they like kind of like, bridged a gap yeah yeah but, but they also like they didn't retcon anything and they didn't make anything stand out too much like everything fit like Everything felt true to the universe, so like everything fit without being yeah. a retelling. Yeah, yes. and that's why it's okay. like the Wonder Woman game sounds like it could like there's a lot there's a lot to the source material and like hasn't really been seen in that much popular culture recently. Like there was the mm -hmm. movies, but other than that, like there wasn't really too much else other than like the original comic source material. So I'm excited right. for it. I think I think I have high hopes. So we'll see if I have to bite my tongue or. If I can celebrate in, in a couple of years. <laughs> All right. So uh, next on the list. Not a game for me. There was a lot of there was a lot of horror games announced and 
given context to and trailers about and dates for. So not my thing. But uh, Alan Wake 2. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Uh, so Remedy Entertainment is making a sequel to Alan Wake, obviously. It's and exciting. that's about my input knowledge <laughs> um, about this. I think one of the bigger things that is needing to be said is that uh, YouTube is age restricting it. Yes. And so that to me is exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's like survivor horror game. Um, I never played the first one, but I love horror games. So I'm just excited to the fact that it's there. Yeah, I, mean, I, uh, I don't know why I keep trying to talk about it because I have nothing to add here. So <laughs> I'm honestly I'm more excited. I, uh, you saw me getting a little hyped on the camera. There's mm-hmm. another horror game that I'm really excited for. I thought you were going to go with that one. Okay, go ahead with so that one. Could, I, uh... So if we could no, jump no, no, ahead no. a little bit. Yeah, jump ahead. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I, yeah, I knew you were going to uh, like that one. Yeah. Is being created by the guys who also made Friday, Friday the 13th. The yeah. game. Yeah. Um, I just love that they're like, Marissa has checked out of this one. I just love... Um, that they're like going through the slashers like this to me means that like in a couple I need you to know <laughs> that I tried to watch the trailer and I don't know why cuz all I did <laughs> was hear the trailer which was not like less anything but I was like this the entire time and I was like why why is it still playing <laughs> like why am I still hands over the face just can't do it yeah yeah it's um um i like it's a yes from me yeah i I, i've heard really good things about friday the 13th i did play a couple games of it um with some friends it is a fun game where like one player plays as one friday the 13th it's jason and then you have i think it's four survivors and so you the four people have to work together to get a car working to escape while jason tries to hunt them down it's it's kind of similar to dead by daylight Similar to Dead by Daylight, uh, yeah, but it's it's a bit really more, focused a bit on more one story. Um, one villain, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love like so. First of all, it says, uh, "Sorry, Marissa, a game based on true events." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that was the <laughs> part <laughs> that they kept showing in the trailer, and I was like, "Can you not? Can you <laughs> can not do it though?" Can, <laughs> like. Like, it's bad enough that I'm trying to sit through this for the sake of knowing anything about it. But, like, can you stop telling me it's based on Drew? Can you just stop for five <laughs> seconds? I think it said it said it at least twice, but I feel like it said yeah. it more. I think it was twice. Like it, no, I, I think it, it was, was twice. It yeah. felt like more. I, I think, but, okay, so, like, I was never a huge, like, I, I love these movies. Like, I love the slasher movies. Texas Chainsaw was never top of my list. I just like this to me is opening a window. And it's like we could get I, more. Keep, we can keep it close. We could get guys. more. We can, you know? we can keep we that, window close. that window doesn't need to be open. We're getting Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> it really doesn't. It needs a lock on it and we need to throw away the key. Like we can get, no, I I understand. Like I get why people love. I've talked about this so much. I love the concept of most horror games. I think there's so many horror games that have great mechanics, great gameplay, great stories. Like, they really push the boundaries in some of those areas. And I wish I could play them. I've tried multiple times. But I I just, like, I'm a little bit sad, to be honest, because I feel like I'm going to be missing out yeah. a lot in the future because there is a lot of, like, horror-esque announcements and stuff like that. And I might just have to push myself a little bit again. Uh, back when I did when, you know, Bioshock was really huge and I, I got through that one. So, yeah. You can tell I'm yeah. proud of that because I bring it up anytime. <laughs> you hey, hey, it was, you it played was a crowning achievement. Well. <laughs> All right. Uh, we did have some news about Destiny 2. Uh, the Witch Queen, which is the next big expansion for Bungie's uh, game. Yes. And yeah, I don't... Sacco, I feel like this is maybe an area you can talk about a little bit. Um, I didn't. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about the new. I, I so I haven't played a lot of Destiny two. I did play a lot of Destiny one, so I haven't really following the story. Um, of Destiny two. Um, I know their expansions are always really good. 
So every time they come up with expansion, they come out with like a raid kind of thing um, that are like super complicated, like puzzles where there's no, there's not really like there's instructions, but they're not really instructions. You, the community really has to figure out how to do the, the raids. Um, one thing that wasn't announced was Bungie did have their 30th year anniversary. And they did a really fun thing where they brought, um, so the, in the, in the update for the 30th anniversary, they did bring new weapons and they brought ha- some Halo weapons into the game. So they brought mm-hmm. like the Halo pistol, they brought energy swords and the carbine, which I thought were really fun. Um, again, that wasn't in the announcement, but, um, for anyone who is playing Destiny 2, I'm sure they're very excited for a new expansion because the new expansions are always really cool. I did like every time a new expansion came out for Destiny 1, it was always really exciting. So Very good. I was just going to say, I think it's really cool that Destiny 2 is still releasing updates because I feel like that game has been out for a while now. Uh, it's it's Yeah, so they do, um, again, Destiny does expansion packs, so they're not really updates. You don't yeah. have to pay for them. Yeah, okay, yes. So you, like, the game is free. Like, the game is free, and you you buy the expansion packs, or you can buy. I they I don't know if they they did this for Destiny Two, but they did for Destiny One. You can buy all of them, kind of like a season's pass. It was like an extra, like so. Destiny One, you had to pay for it was eighty bucks, and then the expansion passes were like another eighty bucks. But there were four expansion passes. But, but you're playing an online. You're playing an MMO years down. The yes, line. and this oh, game is, the servers yeah. are still alive, and that's, yeah. that's the biggest thing. It, it, like, and they like the expansion packs are. They're huge. They usually bring new areas. Uh, again, the raid bosses, they bring new, um, like what they call nightfall strikes, which are like one step down from raids. So like kind of complicated missions, but like you don't need to like do a crazy amount of problem solving. Lots of new weapons, lots of new stuff. And then um, they raise the level, the maximum level every time an expansion comes out. So you have to get to a new light level every time. Which is kind of gives you something to work towards, right? So mm-hmm. it, it, I do like the way they do the expansions. You just pay for them, but they are worth it, I would say, personally. Love love to see servers kept alive. Yeah. All right, so the next game on our list was one I was actually really excited about. Uh, so it's Nightingale, which is the debut game from Inflection Games. Uh, the most important thing to me <laughs> that you need to note about this game is it's a new studio from XBioWare general manager Aaron Flynn. Uh, you throw Bioware into a sentence and I'm pretty much game for that. <laughs> it looks really cool. Uh, it looks a little scary. So I'm a little bit worried about that on my level. But it is a shared world survival and crafting game set in a magical Victorian gas lamp fantasy world. Uh, so Matt, I also thought that's you might where, be pretty excited. That's where they about got me. One. I'll be honest with you. It was the yeah. uh, the fantasy Victorian <laughs> era. That's where it was like, yeah, sign me up. So the trailer makes it look uh, about as scary as The Witcher Three, which I can definitely handle. Uh, looks like you might be kind of just like um, running into relatively scary monsters, but uh, they showed uh, clips of you having to, you know, build kind of like settle like settlements almost and kind of defending it against those monsters and all that kind of stuff while being like decked out in like Victorian gear and masks and like I was I was really like it looked quite nice. Yeah. Um I do trust a lot of people who've worked within Bioware. I just feel like <laughs> they generally churn out some pretty good Marissa esque games. <laughs> uh if I don't hear anything that tells me that this is going to be a straight up horror game i will probably try it at the very least i i definitely want to try it so i i can be the first to say hey this is something yeah, Marissa, that... don't play it <laughs> yeah yeah we'll we'll definitely give you the heads up because it is it is another game that i it does look really fun it gives me like kind of portal knights vibes but like like another like an evolution like of it like it looks yeah. it, the graphics are amazing the building system looks like it's really kind of in depth Portal Lights mm-hmm. was kind of like a Minecraft, like there was all it was really blocky, that kind of stuff. So um, I am really excited to see more of the game and kind of see mm-hmm. how they go about the crafting, because that's a really important part of these survival games is like your crafting and your um, like foraging and resource gathering and that kind of stuff. So it's coming to PC and early access in 2022. Uh, we so love be to interesting hear it. to kind of see that one. It is. Um, 
definitely one I have my eyes on. Um, and it has Faye in it, which I think is super fun. Uh, yeah. Another announcement that was made was PUBG Battlegrounds is going to be free to play. So the free version will be going live uh, sometime next year. And I mean, kind of expect it just, to happen. Cause I feel like it was just overdue. Like it, all of its competition most... is free to play. So yeah. Yeah. So as, as somebody who's played PUBG and Fortnite, uh, which were the two at the time that were competing, um, I never played H1Z1, um, which is like the third battlegrounds like battle royale game that was like kind of all popular they were the three in early access for the longest time yeah um PUBG's biggest downfall was the fact that you had to buy it um yeah. and honestly i regret buying it because it wasn't like it really didn't do anything for me mm -hmm. well, let's not let's that's i don't regret it like regret's a big word um would i pay for it again no um because yeah. it was just not it just wasn't my type of game but the yeah. fact that it's coming free now, like, I just hope that it's not too late for them um, mm -hmm. because I think most of their competition, like anybody who was willing to play that game is kind of abandoned yeah. ship already. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, so ho they, hopefully they it works are kind out for of, them. They are kind of rushing this. So it will be coming uh, January 12th, which is very soon. Uh, so not rushing, but they are getting that that free version out fairly soon. Uh, it's just like. It's kind of like a just finally thought yeah. when I saw that. So, um, Com yeah, comparing then, the two like battle royale games, I don't see what the paid system did. Like, usually it's like, okay, I paid for this game, it had this, it had more, this, it had, it had XYZ, that. I, yeah, and for this, it was just like these two games are almost identical, and one of them's free. Uh, I don't, yeah, like, kind like, of, you still like, have to buy, like, you kind of got more content out of Fortnite because it was free to play. Yeah, like real, realistically. Was, yeah, like, so I mean, it but, makes sense that but, PUBG is also going to be going down. PUBG, PUBG still had like a battle pass system. They still had like you didn't get any anything once you bought the game other than to play the game. Like you still had to buy all of the costumes and like all of the mm -hmm. skins. They were still behind money gates. So it's like there was no. I just didn't see see the point of it. So yeah, good good I job. I like how you called it a money gate, but I think the term you were looking for was a paywall. 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 Yes, paywall. That's, that's, what, that's what I was going for. <laughs> I also heard yeah, money gate. I was like, that's I, not I, right. I, I, <laughs> I, I like. I like the term money gate. It's cute. Uh, so we obviously paywall. already mentioned yeah. it. Uh, the Lord of the Rings Gollum, uh, definitely looked quite interesting. I was definitely intrigued by it. Uh yeah i it was delayed last year to 2022 so it looks like we're just kind of finally getting it and yeah i don't i don't really have anything else to add there other than i'm I'm kind of curious i i have high hopes yeah excited for another trailer mm -hmm. yes yes looking forward to the uh, next one i did mention cuphead uh i do want to say that i forgot to mention the new character so it's the chalice Yes, Miss from Chalice. If you I play think. Cuphead, it's from those like um, you protect it from the little ghosts. Yeah, and she yeah. gives you your superpowers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, excited to watch you play this and never touch it myself. <laughs> very good. It looks it looks incredibly Cuphead. So yeah. I'm very excited about it. I love I love Cuphead for what it is. Hate it f gameplay, but everything else <laughs> love it. Can't wait. I'm also excited for the Netflix show. I'm gonna throw that one out there again. Just a reminder. Yes, yes, yes. That yes. that's so technically that still coming. Answer um yeah. excited for both should be very fun uh so sonic got a couple announcements so uh they got a trailer for sonic hedgehog 2 um new movie the movie, movie. yeah exciting um and sonic frontiers new game new game new game exciting which is very interesting <laughs> because it is an open world open sonic open world sonic game yeah interesting which is interesting. It'll be interesting like, how they pull it off for sure. Open world inspired. Yeah. Like, will it is be fully it open? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, <laughs> open zone it, inspired. It, open zone inspired. It looks very open world esque. Um, I don't know how they're gonna do this. I know my reaction was like, "Cool, let's see how you do this." 
Um, whereas I talked to Sacco immediately afterwards and he was like, this is never going to work. <laughs> like they've Bad tried, idea. like ever since they've gone to 3D, I feel like Sonic's really lost its like, like origin. Because I know like I've, I never played Sonic, but Marissa did. And I remember playing Sonic in front of her and I sucked at it. And she was like, you just got to let the level take you. And you can't, they, they haven't done that in the 3D ones because they're all very linear. And like with the original Sonic games, there was a lot of backtracking, which I never wanted to do. I always wanted just to keep going right. But you do have like the level will just take you like all the way left and then you'll just loop around and come all the way back. And like they don't they haven't done that in the 3D ones, probably because it's a lot harder as a mechanic to do. And like a lot harder to go fast and and, and have the player understand what's happening, where it was a lot easier. Yeah. When it was a 2D side scroller so i think it depends on how they take this because looking at the little bit from the trailer and the way that they kind of made the map look it looked very like you can still kind of just follow certain paths but they were because it was open zone open-esque you could just kind of follow them if you wanted to and i feel like if they do it in the right way it'll work Mm -hmm. and i just feel like they need to like not be afraid to make it a little prescriptive at times but also kind of let you choose which path you're following in that moment like i feel like that would work and i would have fun but i'm interested to see how it comes out like it might actually like i haven't played a new sonic game in a while so like if it's if, it, if it's, it's good, good it'll be great it'll be yeah great. like i'll be like so excited about it i'll feel like a little kid again like i'm kind of excited for that but I also am very accepting of the fact that I might just need to go back to, you know, classic Sonic. My my first thought is immediately to The Legend of Zelda, naturally. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, all of those games are extremely linear. Like, you go through a dungeon, you get an item, you use the item in that dungeon, and then you go to the next dungeon. You use mm -hmm. your first item that you just required a little bit more, and then you unlock a new item, use that item. It's very much just like you use the new item that you found and it's very like you have to do this dungeon and this dungeon and this dungeon and you use the stuff that you unlock along the way to like keep going. Yeah. Um, and then they were saying Breath of the Wild is going to be the first open world Zelda. And immediately it was like those same thoughts like how could you make a dungeon crawler open world? Like it's very off brand, but mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild is one of the most well received Zelda games. Like this is a game that like even the like old fans loved it new fans loved it 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 worked and it was kind of like you still had the dungeons but it generally like you can really go wherever you want and it right. doesn't matter um what order you play the game but once you're there there was still a little bit of guidance like in the actual dungeons mm -hmm. so like i can imagine sonic being like you can do your flips and loops and collect your rings but then once you enter certain parts it's going to kind of be a bit more linear and like once you start rolling you really can't stray Stop. too much maybe yeah um, yeah that's kind of what i'm if, hoping it's either gonna be like absolutely one of the best sonic games ever or it's gonna be horrible and yeah, yeah. Be it's usually like, how it's not, the sonic it's, games go it's not gonna be an okay game it's either gonna be amazing or, or horrible yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited i'm excited, for I'm excited the possibility to see of amazing yeah. uh and I think it'll do Game fine changer. if it's shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's not going to be a franchise. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, but Just the fact that yeah, we're getting a new one is exciting, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, Rocksteady showed the first little bit of gameplay for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, you know my opinion about, <laughs> <laughs> about games that are based off of uh, movies. Uh, not that this is necessarily based off of the movie, definitely getting its chance to shine because of the movie, I would there, imagine. There's some hype. There's some hype in the DC world. I don't have a lot to say about this. I just think, personally, it just kind of looks like a superhero game. Maybe yeah. Matt has some other <laughs> opinions. Um, I think DC makes better games than they make movies oh um, interesting i've voiced my opinion yeah like um gen generally like i'm not the biggest fan of 
like team games like I, i'm give me give me wonder woman give me batman like the batman arkham series is great the wonder woman game looks great um mm-hmm. it was a shorter trailer but it, it still looks cool um this game you know like i it looks fun like it looks like it's gonna be good yeah um i'm not the biggest fan of like team uh team games mm-hmm. which is kind of why like I, i'm more interested in playing guardians of the galaxy than um avengers because in guardians of the galaxy you only play as star lord um, star lord yeah and you can like control your squad for this one yeah it looks like um it'd be closer kind of a dragon age where you get to switch between the characters yeah, which is this is where you kind like of you have me. your like, I don't party. Want to play as all of them. Yeah, and you get to the switch yeah. back I... and forth. And I don't know if that's going to be like a guided thing. Like maybe you play one mission and you control Harley Quinn, and you play another mission and you control yeah someone else. Right? I feel like, physically sick that you've compared this game to Dragon Age. I just need you to know that. <laughs> I I personally wouldn't have put myself in front of that gun. Fine. But, yeah. uh, you know it it kind of looks like like Marvel's Ultimate Alliance, where you get to switch between yeah, characters. Switch, yeah, yeah. the know. fact that you are now comparing Dragon Age to Marvel's Ultimate <laughs> Alliance is also bothering me. Marvel's Ultimate was a great game for the 360. I'm Marvel? not entering this conversation <laughs> because... Ultimate Alliance 2? Marvel's Ultimate it Alliance 2? It was great. Too. Do I think it was Dragon Age comparable? For many reasons, no. <laughs> but we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna let you off the hook here for the sake of time. Um, uh, so, Forspoken, uh, which I've been excited about since I've seen anything close to a trailer about this game, yeah. or uh, is now set up for a May launch date. Mm-hmm. Uh, very excited about this one. It looks so fabulous. Looks very cool. I graphics I looks cool, gameplay looks cool, um story looks cool, characters look cool. I don't know, I'm hyping it too much in my head. I'm probably gonna be disappointed because yeah. it probably can't live up to my expectations, but PS5 PC exclusive. Um Matt. I just made a realization um that changes my mind on a lot of the games on this list. Uh and I, I don't know if, if this was clicking for you guys. 2022 is a lot closer than I thought it was. Yeah. It's, did, did you not? Um, it's it's it, in I a couple like, weeks. It's yeah. in roughly three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like there's there's so many good games coming out like eventually. And I was like, eventually is like, no. like eventually games coming like, out in five soon. months. Yeah. <laughs> this 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 yeah. specifically for Spoken got a release date, May 24th, 2022. That's five months. Like yeah. this game is almost here. <laughs> My bank account uh, is crying. Yes. Yeah, that's the, that's the main takeaway. I said my my uh, like I'm gonna be broke. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Star Trek Resurgence is uh is getting a third person choice driven adventure game. I uh, um, I think it's exciting for Star Trek fans. Uh, I'm sure. I it don't is. think there's it, it, it is a telltale any Star game. Trek fans in this room. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there might be some in our chat. So there might be. Uh, I do. I do feel glad for you guys. Like I feel glad for Matt getting his Star Wars yeah. game. I just yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be one that I want, unless I hear that it's absolutely phenomenal. And even then, I'm probably going to resist because when somebody tells me something is good, I push back and refuse to play it. Uh, to my own peril. Yeah. All right, uh, there's a pro wrestling battle royale coming. That, that sentence, just all I needed, you know? Pro <laughs> like, wrestling so, battle royale. Rapidal <laughs> City. Uh, 40 players duke it out. Oh, it's wow. Just, it's, could you ask for anything more? 41 <laughs> players, maybe. But, you know, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> Sorry, it looks, yeah, they, it looks fun. They, 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 uh, they, I, sh- I misspoke there. So they're in Grapital City. Yes. And the game is called Rumbleverse. 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 Yes. It's, it's an epic. You epic can see stream. how much I've been following the development of this. <laughs> um, the fact that it's an epic game, like, I don't know if I should. I'm just immediately turned off a bit, uh, as a Fortnite player. I just put way too much time into Fortnite. I don't want to give Epic Games any more of my time. Yeah, it looks I finally got off. It Fortnite. looks very like Fortnite-esque. I finally stopped playing it. Yeah. 
it's been so many years i finally stopped playing fortnite and now they're releasing a new one and i'm like i'm gonna play it like you're gonna get me it looks you're fun. gonna get me <laughs> i think i think there's a lot of horror games coming out and the fact that we're getting some more colorful fun um it was like horror super fun <laughs> it's just like so much like yeah i i mean like i'm a little bit un not super excited that it's like epic games and like it looks very fortnite and there's probably going to be a million uh battle passes and all that stuff but that that aside it, it looks fun and i'll, I'll probably play it. I'll, I'll give it a try all right well with that very uh promising answer there uh i know psycho is very excited about the halo tv series i am it's not uh, a video game so there was it's a about a video game Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, we're talking about video game announcements, and it wasn't a video game, but it's very, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about it. I, I love Halo. Um, <laughs> very excited. <laughs> so excited, he can't Good even <laughs> listen to what I've been saying. He has to just immediately be like, "Oh my god, it's not a game," but I'm super excited. That's hilarious. Um. It was the first full trailer. I did watch it. It looks cool. So, like, I will admit, as somebody who doesn't believe that Halo has a story, because <laughs> it doesn't, Matt and I are proving this with Halo 1. There's zero story. <laughs> but. Can confirm. Yeah. I, I, it was cool. Like, I was like, wow, if I was a fan of Halo, I would be so excited right now. And then I was thinking about it, like, oh my God, if I was, if this was like Dragon Age or. You know, like anything like that, I would be just like losing my mind because it looks so good. It looks so well done. So I'm very happy for Sacco. <laughs> he will get to enjoy this piece of media. Uh, I don't really have anything else to note about it. There's there's so little story in the games that they had to create a new form to tell the story. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad that we can we can get a little bit of Halo story uh, through TV instead of through the games, which <laughs> definitely don't have plot. Uh, so far, it's yeah. been just Cortana telling us that she can't tell us what the story is. <laughs> it's there. She just it's can't tell. It's a secret. She, she just can't tell. tell. It's a secret. <laughs> you have to play the next game to find out. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are approaching the end of today's or this week's podcast. So I am going to skip ahead a little bit uh, to kind of there was a lot of announcements. We missed a couple, but uh, the new Elden Ring trailer. Uh, came out. I know that one most anticipated game in the Game Awards. I it looks kind of cool. I don't know. That's the George R. R. Martin one, right? Yes, 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 yes. I think it's exciting that he's not finishing Game of Thrones and he's instead working on <laughs> <laughs> working on a video game. I'm definitely... sure Song of uh, Fire and Ice fans oh, yes, are very excited that he's not <laughs> finishing their series my, uh, so that he can work on this game my apologies uh, that that is my bad i i called it game of thrones uh i i it looked for about 90 percent of the trailer it looked like oh my god i could be watching lord of the rings and i wouldn't know the difference yeah and then is that a bad thing no i was just like i was like i don't yeah, know yeah, this yeah. looks like lord of the rings yeah. And then some woman's hair just started like growing or something. And I was like, oh, that's not Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's. <laughs> that was very different. It looks cool. I feel like it's going to be one of those games where everyone's going to talk about it nonstop. And then once the hype dies down slightly, I will be like, oh, I will finally play this. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a. It's definitely a very hyped. I mean, it won most anticipated. So like it's very hyped. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I it, I like the idea of like a a author who who writes very detailed books and yes. very detailed story like very in-depth character development. I'm excited to see how that portrays into the video game because I know mm -hmm. um like he he is a good author. So I I just think I have a little bit higher expectations there. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. it looks I it looks I think cool. a lot of people do. Like it looks yeah. cool. Uh so that is coming out in February, which is interesting. That's so soon. It's very soon. It's very that soon. Is, yeah. That is so soon. That means I might get around to playing it by like November. 
2023. No, 2023 is when Dragon Age 4 is supposed to release. So if that gets on track, there's no other game getting played in 2023. All right. Any final words about uh, the announcements that happened at the Game Awards 2021? Um, Um, Looks like 2022 is going to be a great year for gaming. It it looks an expensive year because it's going to be a lot of good games. So I I like the contrast between horror and fun. Um, the one thing I wanted to add about Tiny Tina's Wonderland is uh, I never actually played the the uh, Borderland games. Um, I no don't interest. think you're going to have to. I, I, uh, basically, what I was saying is yeah. I have no interest in playing the Borderlands games. I want to play this. This game looks yeah. good enough that without any of that, I want to play this game. So I'm really excited for that. So I, I do have two questions to wrap this up. So what is your most anticipated? No cheating, one game, most anticipated. Definitely going to pick it up when it comes out. Hmm. Um, I'll, I'm probably going to go Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Um, and like in a close second, it'd be the, the Lord of the Rings Golem. But like I, Tiny Tina's Wonderland looks like it's just going to be so fun. Like the dialogue is going to be fun. The story is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I really like it just looks like a really fun time. But I, right. I do have high expectations for the Lord of the Rings game as well. So, so you cheated there a little bit at the end, but uh, I'll accept it. A little, uh, a little cheeky. Matt. I'm going to cheat a little bit too. I'm going to say two. My first one, I want to say, I technically never watched a trailer for this though, so it's interesting. I want to say um, Thirsty Suitors. Based off of the way you guys described it and based off of the written description of it, it looks mm-hmm. like it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um. So I will get back to you and I'll let you know if I actually, after watching the trailer, do anticipate it. Um, my my other one is is Nightingale. Um, Nightingale looks too cool for me not to give it, not to give it that one. I got it. Um, right. So I'm going to say unofficially Thirsty Suitors, officially the Nightingale uh, game looks looks very muy buen. All right. So I'm going to go with Forspoken and I'm not going to break the rule. I'm going to say one. Uh, I wow brag about it I I just think as a whole game that's got to be my most anticipated Um, there's obviously a DLC I'm really looking forward to but yeah I'm going to go with that one I just think it looks like such a good story such a good game such a good experience I'm and I know I can play it whereas with uh, Nightingale I'm I'm not sure yet so yeah We'll, we'll see I think right, you cheated a little bit and said question. too. I think you you snuck Cuphead in there. I want that. Well, on I have to keep you on. Tra- I have to stay <laughs> on track with you guys because you both cheated. My second question is: What is your Dark Horse nomination? What 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 game are you not sure if it's going to do well? But if it does well, it's it's going to just sneak up and like win Game of the Year next year. So I I already kind of said this. I I'm gonna say the Sonic like Frontiers. Like mm-hmm. it's either gonna be the greatest Sonic game or the absolute worst. Like if it if it makes it, it's gonna be top tier. But I'm very very skeptical. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Nightingale. I think um it's one of those games where if it does, um if it takes that like because this there's a lot of survival games, but they all. I don't want to say kind of feel the same, but they all have very similar mechanics and like they all have their own twist on them. But if it really does take that, like that genre to the next level, mm-hmm. I think it could win a lot of awards because a lot of people really like survival games, but like they're never like they're never triple A games. They're always like any developers. They're always like these small games that have a story, but it's not a very long story. And the mm-hmm. majority of the game is your survival aspect of it. So I think if they do this survival game right and the story, I think I think they could win a lot of awards for sure. Okay, so I'm going to go with Thirsty Suitors. I think it has the potential to be fine game, but I think it could be one that not a lot of people are expecting to be really good. Pull a Hades, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Hopefully. I'm, I'm excited for it. So let's, I'm excited to talk about it once it comes out. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. 
As always, uh, you can give us a follow on Twitch if you want more Crowned Heathens content. We are twitch.tv slash Crowned Heathens. Give us a follow or a sub over there. We appreciate the hell out of both. If you want even more content, we have social media channels you can follow. We are mainly on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And we are at Crowned Heathens on all three of those. Otherwise, I thank you one last time for listening. And as always, we will definitely catch you in the next one. Thanks, everyone. Very excited. <laughs>